Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. The ratings came in. We told you last night it's going to be the highest rated Monday night game in I don't know how long. And it turns out it was. Biggest Monday night football audience in almost two years, 16.7 million people watching Monday night football. That was Walking Dead at its heyday. That's how many people watching Monday night football. Of course, you know, 30 million people used to watch Monday night football, but that was before, you know, cable. And well, it's like really that. changed in the fragmentation of our viewing audience. And the Blavin. <laughs> and the ha-has and the ho-hos. Exactly. But last night we spent a lot of time talking about this game and how it was probably the, the biggest and best regular season game that I've seen. Doesn't mean there weren't a lot of mistakes. A lot we, of mistakes. We, we chronicled those there's, as yeah, they occurred. mistakes. And a lot of problems. The officiating stunk. We told you last night how the, yeah. how the Rams blew that final possession, almost giving the Chiefs a chance to get back into it. Got bailed out by Johnny Hecker in that 68-yard punt. But... What people are forgetting is that last night's game, we talked about how great it was and how, oh, but the Saints are so good. The Saints, you know what? Just for a second, just for a second, just appreciate how great of a game that was. 
You know, still today, I saw so many negative things about the game. The defenses were bad, and you know, just people looking for stuff to talk about on TV. Oh, this is this is bad. This is flawed. Look how bad the refs are. It's like, okay, I get that. And 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 inherently, so much of 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 talk radio in general is negative. You know, we have to be realistic, and but at the same time, you know, we can't just say, "Boy, that was great." Ah, yeah, that was great. No, that was great. No, but that was great. But when something like last night was great, where does that fit historically great? And that's if, if you if you found a way to hate stuff from that game last night, well, that you know what? Stop watching sports. Stop watching, but because obviously sports are not your thing. Football has changed. If you're mad that people are saying how great the Rams are because oh, but the Saints beat the back. You know what? I'm sorry. <laughs> you're you're just mad. All right, just just go ahead and just be mad. But here's you're, the you're thing: you're just gonna want to be mad. But <laughs> all the Saints hate. That you got right, just mad. Saints <laughs> I do, fans. I do like that. The way you say you get that deeper and deeper. Did Saints? Oh yes, be mad. Right, the Everybody's point. Mad. But at no point did you say the Chiefs are greater than the Saints, the Rams are greater than the Saints. It was this game is the most entertaining that we've seen. Was no disrespect to any other squad. We've seen fantastic efforts from the Chargers. We've seen the Saints put up ridiculous point totals. We've seen some crazy stuff over the course of this NFL season. The point was, for almost four hours, you sat on the edge of your seat because every play was a big play. Every play had the potential to go the distance or get returned the other way. (laughs) You just had so much chaos across it. And for fantasy purposes, for gambling purposes, we chronicled the moving line last night that it got all the way out to 103.5, and you still got the over to come in there, that there was just so much going on in that game. You, you had to appreciate it. Unless you're just saying, ah, it's not 1975, three yards in a cloud of dust. Hey, you know what? Hey, yes, Archie I Griffin like a good defensive. another Heisman Trophy. <laughs> I like a good defensive battle as much as the next guy. But you know what? When I watch the game change and see how the sport is progressing, all the reports today of the giant leap that's been made in kid participation of flag football, you know what? The game's changing, and we have to understand that. And just enjoy the athleticism put on display, whatever the final score is. The click, hey, I, I liked watching defense. I'm going to go do something else. And don't watch sports because none of it is emphasizing defense or pitching or anything else. It's all about point totals. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Here's how Syracuse can get to the playoff from number 20. And <laughs> not happening. We didn't say hey, who's at 19? If uh Yeah, you know, you got you know <laughs> Northwestern, you're like four and seven, and and somehow you're ranked in the top twenty. Seven and four dominating uh, not the really conference. Seven. I think you're like four. The only and conference seven. loss to Michigan. I think you're actually all the way up three at number and four. And somehow you lead your division. 36-3. That's not even doesn't matter. Oh, you'd lose you'd lose by a hundred. I mean, we lost by 10 to that same team. We, you know what? If, Ass. If we, Dungy, we even softened them up for you. You still quor- got blown if out. If your quarterback got hurt, what was the score a bit? You'd have lost by 1,000. We would have won 51-13 if Dungy didn't get hurt. We were on set. All the favorites, Tony It was 10 nothing, and on our way, we we're going to outscore them 51-3 the rest of the way. You? Dungy gets hurt, and we didn't win. It happens. <laughs> You just don't get it, do you? It happens. We were going to outscore him. 51. Yeah. We were set. We were ready. I could see it coming. The pounce was inevitable. It was there. <laughs> but the one surprise comes not in the top four, which to no one's surprise, Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, Michigan, still Georgia, Oklahoma, LSU, City, number seven, 
Washington State number eight. So everybody's about where you would expect them to be. Washington State can win every game going forward by 50 points. It doesn't matter. Well, They're not moving. <laughs> they would still be ahead of the team we're going to talk about next, though. There you go. Central Florida, for the first time in the college football playoff poll era, Central Florida is in the top 10, coming in at number nine. Committee Chair Rob Mullins said this on Tuesday night. We spent considerable time talking about UCF and Ohio State, because Ohio State is ranked below Central Florida. While UCF may not have the depth of talent of Ohio State, the committee felt that right now, today, after Week 12, UCF has the more all-around, complete team. So here's UCF in the top nine. Does this mean UCF has a chance to play for the national championship? Of course not. They will, Syracuse can win, finish 9-3, and three, and they'll still vote Syracuse over UCF. Remember a few years ago when Brokeback Mountain was the big movie and it was such a, 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 a big topic of conversation, whether it would get nominated for Best Picture. Sure. Right? Because it's about two gay men, cowboys, their lives together, and it was, boy, oh, this is something, you know, is this for mainstream America? Is this something that people are going to watch? Are there going to be protests? Are we ready to see this, you know, a gay relationship like this between two men? And it was, but it was a really good movie. And it was a whole, is it going to get nominated? Is it gonna, oh, it better get nominated, better get nominated, because there are many people who are just ready. If you don't nominate this movie, you're closed-minded. You're, oh, everybody was ready. And what happened? It got nominated. Did it win? No. Not even close. Because, just getting nominated was all they were ever going to do for it. You know what? Everybody's going crazy. There's a big firestorm. You know what? We'll nominate the movie. Is that enough for everybody? And then we move on. That's what's happening here. UCF keeps screaming, oh, we should be in the play. As long as there's four teams in the playoff, UCF will never be one of those four teams. Never. Now you get to eight teams, yeah, Central Florida can get in. But four teams, you're never getting in. But there's all this yap, 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 yap about said we should do this and we've beaten big teams. And you haven't beaten big teams. You've beaten a couple of decent teams twice. You don't play an SEC schedule. You don't play an ACC schedule. Play a Big 12 schedule where you'd be 500 and be exposed as fraudulent. But let's deal with what we have. We'll put you in the top 10. All right, is that enough? We'll put you in the top 10. You're in the top 10. Congratulations. And now we're moving on to more serious things because there's one week left, and we have conference championship games, and now we're trying to figure out the order of the top four teams. Four teams you're never getting in. They can placate you all you want, and they'll say, yeah, we'll put you in the top ten. Oh, you're legitimate. We'll talk about you. Yeah, we'll rank you ahead of Ohio State, even though if Ohio State played Central Florida, as up and down as Ohio State's been this year, this is still a 10-win Ohio State team in a Big Ten schedule. They would boat race Central Florida, and it would, it would be 31 nothing at halftime. But still, we'll put you up there. That's what this is. This is just, hey, we'll keep you happy. We'll put you in the top 10. Now get off my back about anything higher. No, it's almost to the point where I, I think they'd like the discussion to get get them to eight because then we start having that eight-team playoff discussion, right? And you can start testing the waters as to what the real surge is for that. And they could and, get to eight. Right? They could get, get them to eight, eight sure. and all of a sudden you, you get to have those conversations really roll in and the number crunching and, and data points of cash flow. Uh, as it goes, because really what it what it comes down to is money and where the contracts have holes and openings where whereby that can get ripped apart and go from a four to eight, they will find it. But for Ohio State, watching that game, at, at the loss, or should have been a loss to Maryland, right? 52-51 in overtime. Yeah, it's very easy to argue with them down. Defensively, they've been terrible almost all season. 
Uh, you got Urban Meyer with his histrionics off on the sideline. Became a laughing stock uh, uh, there. Oh, uh, yeah, Bending over uh, and grimacing uh, and hands on his head. Uh, it reminds me of Phil Hartman when he was when he was Frankenstein. Oh, nice. And he would sing the jingles in Saturday Night Live. Just a bunch of groans. Uh, yeah, no, I like that. That sounded a lot like Phil Mickelson, though. Yeah, uh, we'll get to Phil Mickelson. We'll get, I'm pretty get... sure he made those sounds when he was doing that stare down with uh, with Tiger today. <laughs> I don't even know what that was. It was a stare down. That was. Whatever. He should have swung at him. Show, but that's okay. They should have swung at him. At that some point, cool. WWE style. Oh, he takes a nine iron, but it's you know a fake one. Like they they have the fake chairs on. By God, Hollywood. it's Phil. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you have to say Phil? Now you know who's you know that's going to wake up. Well, now. that's okay. It's yeah, been a good job, Harvey. I wanted Wait, to wish him a holiday. Thank you for being a next uh, season yes. ticket holder. Thanks, buddy. Happy we're holidays to you. We're not speaking of broken, no. broke back mountain. Yeah, we call this a broke back oh, mountain God. game because there's so much penetration and kick out. It's true. It, it really did kick. How the next do tonight? By the way, uh, you, you know. Well, listen, do we want to make it the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon and Phil and Marty the Hello. Cat? Do we need? Do we need? Oh, that Phil's show? got a headline. The show? You can't have Marty returns. No, 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 no. Live <laughs> from the Geico Bus Studios. <laughs> Phil, can you get up out of that chair? Is it really difficult for you? We have a clear plan oh, okay. and expect our efforts to really take shape as we enter the 2015 draft. Phil, that's that, Phil. That's three years ago, Phil. I think we know what we're doing. You realize it's 2018, Phil? No. Uh, we have a clear plan. Although this would, you just right there, that 40 seconds could show you that the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon, Phil Jackson, and Marty the Cat would be a pretty good show. You're really working to excise me. You're getting ready to go run into the good night of a holiday week, <laughs> and, and you're, you're looking to scrap me as on your way out whoa, the door. Whoa, Marty, whoa, whoa, dump that. Dump that. Marty can't say that. Marty. I don't know. I think it's okay. You think that's okay? Yeah, he didn't No, my it. feelings a, are hurt. Are we in the slide? That, that's worse than KD going after that fan. Are we you, in the slide over kitty hour? You know I don't speak Spanish. Wait a minute, what? <laughs> Wait, what hour was that? The slide over what? The slide over kitty hour. <laughs> Holy no, Marty, cow. Marty, Marty, Phil, Phil, don't get into it, Phil. Just let it go. Just let it go, okay? That really escalated quickly. Oof, boy. It's not the playoffs yet. No, no, it's okay. You know what? It we, never we, will be. We did talk about the playoff the playoff rankings, though. Is that okay, Phil? No. No. See, that would be a pretty good show. That's not bad. <laughs> yeah. Good. I would, I would want to bang my head against the wall. But it would be a pretty well, good and show. then we'll get the Periscope going, and you know we'll have sponsorship for some kind of headache medicine. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Kevin Durant has been fined twenty five thousand dollars for an altercation with a fan last night. Now is the time to do it because look, we weren't paying attention because we're talking about the Chiefs Rams game. But we saw it last night. Kevin Durant not happy being heckled by a fan sitting baseline, and Durant stepped to him and said, shut the blank up and watch the blanking game. The NBA did not like this. Cameras caught it. And so he was fined $25,000. This last week and a half is a microcosm of who Kevin Durant is. Right? He was the silent superstar for so long, didn't know anything about the guy. Shows up at Golden State, wins titles, and what do we find out? He really can't take criticism. He can't ignore fans yelling stuff at him. How many times have we seen just in the last year of him almost trying to fight a fan? What Turning we, around and mean mugging, yeah. What about when he wanted to fight the one fan who called him, hey, your cheese, your your cheese butt, or your cheese. Yeah, no, that's yeah, right. Let's, we, yeah, we're going to go fight. We're going to go fight. Went after the University of Texas, made fun of them. He got all grumpy. 
and said, say it to my face. And I mean, you know, you got all this, the burner accounts just go on down the line. He is absolutely a mess. And we've said it from the beginning. He is too thin skinned. He can't take criticism. It's why he went to the Warriors. LeBron James is the same way. And they've decided, okay, I'm done people saying you can't win a title, all of these things. So I'm going to find a place to go, find a super team, win a couple of championships, check off that box on my resume, and then I'm done. Then I can go do whatever I want to do the rest of my career. That's what LeBron did. KD saw that and said, oh, that worked. I'm going to go to the Warriors so I can do it here. He's going to play here now another year, win a championship, go, hey, I got three titles, NBA Finals MVPs now. I can go to the Knicks. I can go wherever, and I can have the rest of my career be whatever I want it to be, and I get this off my back because he can't take people telling him he sucks, even if it's people just saying it because they want to catcall him. No, but that's just it. it. Now they they know anything they say may get a response. This item occurred on Saturday. It took 48 hours to gestate. Mm -hmm. It was a 112-109 win on Saturday night, and it didn't pop up and really start to trend until last night. Well, it was hard to hear the audio because the audio is not strong on it. Either way, something like that, the video video would still start percolating usually a little bit sooner. That got a long buildup. NFL Sunday... Guy didn't have time to upload the video, whatever the case may be. The, and all of a sudden last night, it, it pops up, and they respond with a $25,000 fine. You can go and you can threaten fans baseline, and you get a $25,000 fine. Absolutely amazing, right? You come out of that incident with Draymond Green a week ago after the loss to the Clippers and tells Mark Medina, don't ask me that again, don't, mm-hmm. you know, and puts all reporters on notice. This is done. I'm not talking about this anymore. It's not really done, but I'm certainly not going to address it anymore. And then on Saturday, because a guy's heckling you a little bit and calling you a cupcake, you get all mad. Didn't they make fun of it with cupcake shirts at the end of last year? Right? You embraced it until you didn't. He's making like $80 million at least, and then more than that with with whatever – other endorsements he has, well, and people, shoe deals, endorsements, people calling him a, all these things bothers him. I mean, that's 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 insane. It's thanks it, for buying a ticket to see the show. I mean, that's, You're paying that, my that's salary. Insane that that bothers him. That's insane. And you know what else it shows? I'll go a step further. Go. He's a bully, right? How many times have we seen him try to step? I want to fight this fan. He wanted to fight the other fan when he told Mark Medina, got in his face. Don't ask me that again. Glared at him. How do you characterize how things are? Don't ask me about that again. I'm going to bully you. I'm going to bully you. Someone, Next guy should have asked him. Eventually, I want to see a guy go, oh, yeah, and get right in his face. You going to hit me? Come on, man, hit me. Yeah, but the it's next guy should have asked does. it and said, I'm Spartacus. And the next guy was Spartacus. <laughs> and all the way through. And then they're the 300. That's right. Ah, 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 But he's a bully because that's what he does. I'm going to use this because I'm a star. You're going to make fun. I'm going to step to you, and I'm going to yell at you, and I'm going to demean you, even though I can't take it. I'm so mentally weak that I can't take a fan saying, hey, you suck, Durant. Whatever they're saying about you, I can't take fans saying that. That's embarrassing. You know what? Boy, don't sign with the Knicks then. You know, hey, look, I'd love to have KD. I'd love to have, but don't go to the Knicks because if they don't win, you're not going to like what people say courtside. You're not going to like it. You are, you are going to walk away and go, everybody's being me. You're going to want to fight every single fan. You are not ready. You are in the protected nest of Oklahoma City, and then you are in the well-protected nest in Golden State, 
where you're part of a great group and everybody's singing Kumbaya and everybody except Draymond loves each other and you're winning championships and it's hard to get bad publicity and now you want to go to New York? Good luck. Good years. No way in a million years he's ready to handle the pressure of winning in New York. you got to figure no out way. a way to be a man of the people. I mean, no look at way. Steph Curry. He's signing guys' necks that are getting t- tattooed into the back of their necks. It's a beautiful thing. And you got Kevin Durant wanting to fight and telling guys go blank themselves. Uh, the he's line. not ready. He's not, New York will eat him alive. He'll be like one of those typical, when you talk about guys the Yankees signed and gave a lot of money to or the Mets signed that didn't work out, that after a year they had to move on because things just went so wrong. Like That's how I feel that could go for Kevin Durant oh, absolutely. in New York. Like, it's just so awful and fans are yelling at him. He starts throwing stuff at people and they throw beer at him. And he start, and that's but the how local bad media is not going to be kind if he says, don't ask me about that again. Yeah. The That's, next guy is going to have his hand up, and he's going to rephrase he can't it. Exit, I'm going to ask that question to you. Can you uh, can you tell me uh, what's your relationship like with Draymond? And you want to hit, you want to hit me? That that that's okay because I'm just going to sue you, and I'll get all your money. All right, go ahead. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Today was the big press conference for the Phil Mickelson versus Tiger Woods pay-per-view event that comes your way Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern time. And likely to juice up some of the pay-per-view numbers, Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods made a pretty hefty bet on the very first hole as they did their boxing-style stare-down. Come on. So you think you can make birdie on the first hole? I know I'm going to make birdie on the first hole. Double it. Did you see how I baited him like that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. 200 says I birdied the first hole. All right. Just water down the left. He likes to lose his golf ball to the left. It's a little flare out that he hits. See, here's what you're missing. Yeah, see, these are. These I'm going to hit that, a two iron. He hasn't really thought in about. the fairway, and I'm a great short iron player. In fact, one of the best. If just yeah, and in if fact, he, number one on the tour stat. Hot, if you but like he the, sometimes does. It's a little right. It's hot. It'll be up against that tree, and he's blocked out. And that's how I was able to bait you. Hey, it's Tiger. So it went from not two hundred bucks, two hundred thousand dollars bet on the first hole of this. Phil Mickelson's. I'll bet you hundred grand I can make birdie. And you, you heard Tiger was like, you think double it. So now it's two hundred grand a side bet on the first hole for this match. Who sponsored the side bet? Uh, that came to fruition way too easily and awkwardly for, we're gonna grease for that to the, be legitimate. We're going to grease up the skids here. I bought 200 grand doubling. This bet brought to you by Valvoline. It's really uh, what it felt like, though. I mean, how quickly that of How planned be, was that? How right? planned was that to come? I'm gonna, because, you hey, know everybody why? knows I like to bet, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bet you. <laughs> I don't know I anybody. did like the analysis, though. I well, it was pretty good. Hey, look, yeah, it was fun good. hearing them go back. No, I'm going to hit a two-iron. I'm going to do that. I just don't understand who the audience for this is going to be at three o'clock on a Friday when you are in the midst of a huge college football day. Here's what's going to be going on slash ending slash beginning slash going on while Phil and Tiger are playing each other. Texas, Kansas is going to be going on. Nebraska, Iowa. These games are nationally televised. We're going through all these nationally televised. Even the games that, that nobody cares about, people are going to watch. You got Houston, Memphis. Arkansas, Missouri, these are all nationally televised games. Virginia, Virginia Tech, Oregon, Oregon State, UCF and South Florida, Oklahoma, West Virginia in the game of the day. When is that going to be? Right around the time Phil and Tiger get to the turn. All right, maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit before that. And then you have Washington, Washington State right after that. 
Are you really going to buy that? I don't I mean, I, I get that there's a market for it, but I don't see the day after Thanksgiving when you have such a big college football day. There's, there, you know, you're looking for stuff. What's going to be on TV? Everybody's off. Relatives are over. You're running around doing things. You're, you're Black Friday shopping. You're out doing it. And no, no, you know what? I'm going to be home because I want to watch this today. You're going to be home, but you're going to be doing a whole bunch. I don't get where the audience is for this. I don't see it. And, I, and whatever the audience is, I guarantee you it's going to be inflated. It's good. We're going to, whatever it is, just double, double it. What do you think the audience is going to be? 10 people. Double it because it's going to be that embarrassing if they don't make money. 19 bucks for this, not as expensive as other pay-per-views, but I just don't see where the audience is. No, it's the $20 get in, right? You can't go to watch it. There's no public uh, presence on the course, which means you're going to have to have your own guy with a VW bug drive in to wreak havoc like it's Happy Gilmore. Excuse me. You okay I'm so everybody? choked up thinking right. about the you low pay-per-view. Happy Gilmore reference in, yeah. But thinking about the pay-per-view numbers being potentially low. It's like, I know a lot of golf fans. They might get together and bet on hole to hole like Phil Mickelson wants to. That's about the only way you're going to see it is if you're live betting on a hole to hole basis. You, I mean, you talked about your dad. Your dad's a huge golf fan. Yeah, is he pony up gonna... twenty bucks for no, that? No, there's no way. And is that a thing that you're going to get? My be... dad, are you kidding? But is that a thing you're going to be able to get your buddies to come and sit and watch <laughs> again with all the football game? I guess it's on on the fourth TV. Twenty bucks? That's like thirty-seven McRibs. <laughs> They're not spending money. No, this fair point. No, McRibs are like two fifty. Remember, I got yeah, they're two for five bucks. I love how you say "like" like you don't know the exact change. It's five dollars and how many cents? No, Um, it's nothing like that. Yeah, no, but it's it's just the I like the novelty of it. I like the idea of it. It would help if these guys actually really didn't like each other, but they realize they help prop prop up uh, salaries and 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 purses for twenty years. I want truth or dare, truth or dare, and and whoever wins the hole gets to do. The other person's got to do a truth or dare. And we could find out all bunch of crazy stuff about Tiger Woods' life. Do you really want to know? Sure, I would. Why, Why not? Because that'd be interesting. Who cares? Oh, no, no. That's where you go. I care That's less about that than anything. Truth or dare. I care less about that than the match. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Joining us now on the hotline, where he is frantically at work on Dino Babers to USC rumors. Yeah. It's CBS Sports <laughs> NFL Insider, Jason Lockenfor. What's happening, Jay? I'm doing well. I will tell you this. I, I did some sniffing around on Dino Babers, and uh, apparently the buyout is fantastically high, like 100% high. Like, it's like he can't get out. So I don't think Dino's going anywhere, at least not this year, unless somebody wants to spend like $20 million just for the right to then sign him to a contract. Oh, well, you, you, just, you just made my Thanksgiving. Yeah. I was. You just made my Thanksgiving. I'm like, he's the tenth highest paid coach in the ACC. Of course, somebody's gonna come get him. Yeah. I. Well, didn't he just do an extension like a year ago or something like that? Yeah, but still, he's he's near the bottom of you know. No, no, I understand yeah. that, but I'm I, I I I'm just saying there's not in like Syracuse doesn't have to let him out of anything. They that he he signed a contract that I think um, will prevent him from going anywhere. I hear I hear Jeff Fisher or Jack Del Rio to USC. Really, Jeff Fisher. Wow, Great, he's back. Wow, USC's going to go seven and nine. That's going to be really interesting. <laughs> how are well, they going to pull that off? Of two years. <laughs> I don't know how they would play sixteen. How they would play sixteen games in one? Who are your eight teams? You, you were saying eight teams. Eight? I think there's like six that can win a Super Bowl. Who are your eight? Okay, so no, that that, that are elite. I have the Patriots, the Steelers, okay. yep. the Texans, 
The Chiefs, Ooh, okay. and he loves it. He loves the Texans because he picked them to uh, go to the Super Bowl. Jason, yeah, I think the Texans the preseason. They would not make my final six, but okay, keep okay, going. The Texans, the Chiefs, the Chargers. Those two would. Then I have the Bears, Ooh. the Saints, and the Rams. See, you drop drop the Bears and drop the Texans, and those are the the other six teams are the, to me teams that can actually win a Super Bowl. See, because I could see the Texans winning a shootout. Again, and on, on the right setting, I can see them winning a shootout with the with the Chiefs. I can see them technically in a shootout with the with the Steelers winning that game. I can see them putting it all together in, in one of those one of those contests. Maybe, maybe. I think the problem for them is they're on this run now, and, and this run, I believe, is going to come to an end within a game or two. And they've been they've had their share of, of uh, good fortune. Some some you know the football fairies have been shining upon them. But I don't think they're going to finish with as many wins as three other teams in the AFC, and I think they're going to have to leave that dome and go play in the muck in Kansas City or in the slop in Pittsburgh or just with the ghost of you know all things Foxborough happening up there. I, I and I don't I don't see it happening. I, you know what I mean? They better be a top two seed, and I don't think they're going to be. Jason, back to the the game of. Of note, as we look at 14 touchdowns, all the the fantastic work. Uh, any concern from you uh, in in terms of Patrick Mahomes facing pressure after no, what you I saw mean, that? Look, no, the, he's he's still very very young quarterback, and um, it's not going to be great every week. And that was on the road, and it was um, a, a game where Aaron Donald and. And Sue and some of those guys were, were finding some joy against that offensive line, and they weren't able to stay balanced because it was pretty clear right away that McVay wasn't going to take his foot off the pedal, right? Because sure. he, he didn't trust his defense at all, so he's going to keep pushing, pushing, pushing. So they have to push, push, push. Um, you know, the, the last interception, I mean, he got hit as he threw it, and you're pretty much in desperation mode there. The one before that, you're kind of in desperation mode as well. No, and I mean, the bottom line is when they play the Rams again, if they play the Rams again, it's going to be in Atlanta, you know, on a fast track in a dome, and it's going to be neutral site. So, no, I, I Patrick Mahomes has got so much tremendous football in front of him. And, I mean, Vegas gives you three points for being at home, right? This is true. One by three. I mean, if that game's at Arrowhead and it's all that noise for Jared Goff and and maybe it's snowing or maybe it's sleeting or whatever, the Chiefs might win going away. So I I think both teams showed you who they are, which is who we already kind of knew they were, which is offensive juggernauts led by genius play callers and genius schemers who have big-time deficiencies on the back end. You know, I'd also throw this out there. If they play again in February, there's a pretty good chance Eric Berry's on the football field. And and that can make a considerable difference. And maybe you keep the leaves on the field too, and that can make a considerable difference. You know, one other thing coming off last night after that game, I turned to Mike and I said, good luck if you're a defensive coordinator trying to get a head coaching job this offseason. No, they're not even going to interview <laughs> any DCs. That's going to be impossible. Yeah, um... Everybody wants their offensive guy, and I understand that, and that's that's where the league is. Um, you know, it will be interesting. Does a guy like Chuck Pagano get a, get a second go around now that he's been out for a year? And um, you know, we'll have to see how many openings there are when it's all said and done. You know, I think Vic Fangio is one guy who could be the exception to the rule. Um, he, he's a little older than some of these other coaches, but Zimmer was a little older when he finally got an opportunity. Um, 
you know, what Chicago's doing defensively is, is pretty special. Um, and what Fangio did last year, they were a top 10 defense last year. And they had, I mean, this was way before Khalil Mack. And it's when Fuller's dropping all the interceptions that are thrown right at him. And, you know, they didn't have a whole lot going on personnel-wise at all. And, and he literally had schemed them up for, for several years there. And, and the job he did in San Francisco and, 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 you know, tracking his lineage back through the years. Um, but, yeah, you're by and large, they're going to be looking at college and looking at pro and trying to find their guru and throwing things around like the next McVeigh. But I'm just telling you, there isn't another McVeigh out there, especially none this year and probably none the next five years. And maybe eventually there is another one, but they're not growing on trees and they're not all over the place. And you can't just pluck one from anybody's quarterback coach or somebody's wide receiver coach or tight end coach or quality control guy. They're, they're not all over the place. Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon from the Geico Studios on the hotline with us. CBS Sports, NFL insider, friend of the show, Jason Lockenfora. You can find him on Twitter at that address, at Jason Lockenfora. Jason, uh, there in Baltimore, you're looking at Lamar Jackson. Uh, Marvin Lewis didn't like the fact that he had 27 carries. I say whatever's going to take you to victory, you run, and eventually everything else falls into place. (laughs) Well, I I mean, I think we've got to be honest about the situation. The young man was starting for the first time. Um, he's doing so with a beat-up offensive line. He's doing so with not a... a I mean, who, who do you fear in the pass game? John Brown, maybe. Like, okay, maybe. But, like, it's not Willie... Nobody's scared of Willie Sneed. Nobody's no. doubling Crabtree. Nobody's doubling Mark Andrews or Hayden Hurst. I mean, that's their pass catchers. And they can't run the ball at all with Flacco in there. And... Lamar Jackson's playing against a heated division rival who Cincinnati's won 8 of 10 against Baltimore. Cincinnati's had Baltimore's number forever. Um, and the season's on the line. Baltimore loses, it's over. They're 4-6, and 1-4 and four in the division, it's over. Um, people are being fired. And Lamar comes in and he's down 8 in the second half. Oh, and he didn't really practice all week because he was in a hospital getting Sick, an IV. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and so they, they were in survival mode. And you know what? He was the best player in the football field. And he ran for 120 yards and threw for 150, and he kept the chains moving. And he threw one bad interception, but you know what? Joe Flacco throws bad interceptions every week, and he's in year 12. <laughs> Absolutely. And he made some key plays in critical junctures. He kept his eyes down the field. Did they only ask him to read half the field? Yeah. But how much of the field do you think Trubisky's reading? How much of the field did Kaepernick read the year he went to the Super Bowl? You think Josh Allen's reading the whole field? How, how did Rosen look last week? How was that? So, I mean, I think people need to back off and let this kid breathe a little bit and let this thing evolve. But um, Lamar Jackson is an explosive, exciting football player who um, has, I believe, there's a ton of reasons why you can win football games with him and he will continue to evolve. And he did complete 13 and 19 passes and and were they throwing all over the field? No, but they didn't have to, but I bet he throws a little more on the Raiders this week. And I bet he throws a lot more on the Tampa Bay bucks the week after that. Cause I don't think he's going anywhere. Follow my Twitter at Jason lock and four. There it is. Lamar Jackson. Just like we told you week 11. Starting for the Baltimore Ravens. Again, on Twitter, at Jason Lock and for a CBS Sports NFL Insider, making my holiday complete. 
Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network. Available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.